Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We thank God this morning for such a wonderful moment. Uh, I would like to personally thank my fathers, my apostles, and my mother. God has used them as blessings to me. And I would like all of you to stretch forth our hands and bless them. I thank them for giving me such an opportunity. This morning, I would like us to continue to reflecting on the holiness of God by considering our hearts. So this morning, I'm sharing with you on the theme, Blessed are the pure in hearts. Blessed are the pure in hearts. Blessed are the pure in hearts. We are taking two readings. The first one from Matthew chapter 5, verse number 8. Matthew 5, verse 8. I'm reading from the NIV version. Blessed are the pure in hearts, for they will see God. Blessed are the pure in hearts, for they will see God. The last one, from the same Matthew chapter 15, verse 18 through 20. Matthew 15, verse 18 through 20. And I read, But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart, and these defile them. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, Sexual immorality, thefts, false testimony, slander. These are what defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands does not defile them. Hallelujah. So this morning, I'm speaking on the theme. As I said, blessed are the pure in hearts. Blessed are the pure in hearts. The reason Jesus came to die for us or to die for mankind is to restore the hearts of mankind back to God. So Christ came to die on the cross. He shed his blood to save mankind from sin and sin dwells in the heart so Christ came to restore our hearts to God the heart of mankind because of sin was in bad state and our gracious God in his own mercy in his own love sent his son Jesus to die on our behalf and to cleanse our hearts 
and restore us to God himself. Hallelujah. This scripture that we read, the first one from Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, is what we normally call the beatitude. The sermon on the mount. Jesus was speaking to the crowd. And he was stressing on vital aspects of life. Things that relate to God. So if you read from the verse 1, he said, Blessed are the, pure, the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And he continued in verse 8 by saying that, Blessed are the pure in hearts, for they will see God. It is not enough to clean up the outside. The most important thing is to clean the inside. So Jesus' encounter with the Pharisees and the scribes in Matthew chapter 23, verse 25 and 26, Jesus said to them, Woe to you, you hypocrites. He was talking to the Pharisees and the scribes. You cleanse the outside of the cup and the plates. And in the inside, the inside is full of envy, full of certain things that do not relate to God. Hallelujah. Extortion. And he was telling them that you should have cleansed the outside of the cup. And when you do so, automatically, the outside, if you clean the inside of the cup, automatically the outside will be cleansed. Hallelujah. Blessed are the pure in hearts. What is the heart? What is the heart? The heart is what you are in the secrecy of your thoughts and feeling when nobody knows but God. The heart is who you are in the secrecy of your thoughts. Where nobody knows but God. That is the definition of the heart of man. So the heart is who we are. If the heart is right, the attitude, the character, the evidence will also be right. Hallelujah. What you are at the invisible roots. So if you take a tree, for instance, the roots cannot be seen because they are in the ground. But the branches, they are visible. 
God is much concerned about the roots in the ground, the invisible roots, than the leaves, the branches that can be seen. Hallelujah. That's why God said to Samuel that you, you are looking at the appearance of this gentleman. I have asked you to go and anoint a king. You are looking at the appearance because you are a man. But I, God, I, God, I do not look at the appearance of man, but look on the heart. So the heart is very, very important to God. And we must maintain a pure heart for us to receive all his blessings as Christians. Hallelujah. So the Bible says in Matthew chapter 15, verse 18 and 20, if you read, the Bible tells us that from the heart are all the issues of life. From the heart are all the issues of life. And if you read, the Bible mentions certain issues of life. Murder. Adultery. If you read, it is there, as we read earlier. So it is possible for someone to say something which is different from the heart. So the Pharisees, they were saying certain things, but in their hearts, they did not do them. So it became a lip service. So if you do something different from what is in your heart, that person becomes a hypocrite. That's why Jesus was telling them that, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. Hypocrites. Hypocrites literally means an actor. An actor. So if you take the actors, Lewin uh, and those actors, what they do is not what they are. They just do it. So that is a classical example of hypocrites. So anytime as Christians we try to do things to show to the public that yes, this is how we are, but in our hearts it's a different thing altogether, then we become hypocrites. Because the heart is defied. This morning, what I want to tell you is that the heart is the remote control of the mind. That's why Jesus said, out of the heart comes evil thoughts. Then he continued by mentioning those things. So the heart is the remote control of the mind. And it tells us the different kinds of people we have. 
the heart. If you read the Bible, you will come across several hearts. Pure hearts. Clean hearts. Stony hearts. Hard hearts. Pride hearts. Contrite hearts. All these reflect the kinds of people we have. So this morning is my prayer that the Holy Spirit will work on our hearts and bring us refreshing. Hallelujah. The hearts of man can be changed or can be transformed from good to bad. So if you read the Bible in Daniel chapter 4, if you read verse 1 downwards, there was a king called Nebuchadnezzar who had a dream. And the meaning of the dream was that God is coming to bring him down. God was going to bring him down. But if you read verse 16, Daniel 4, 16, in the New King James Version, it says, let his heart be changed from man's and let a beast's heart be given unto him. So God did not change the physical appearance of the king. He just changed the heart. And because the heart affects the mind, everything continued. So, the king, after receiving the heart of a beast, an animal, went to live in the bush for seven years. That's why I'm saying the heart is the remote control of the mind. It's, it is what is in the heart. That tells the person what he or she should do. So, the king has to go to the bush live with the animals, eat the grass. And I wonder how the people <laughs> were taking the whole scenario. Why, king? You are a king. Don't go there. Say, oh, forget. I have to go there. Because the heart has been changed, and therefore the mind has been affected. So this morning, I want you to consider your hearts before we come to the Lord's table. We must pray that God will continually to cleanse our hearts, give us pure hearts. Cleansing the heart is the work of the Holy Spirit. And if we avail ourselves to him, he will do it. Hallelujah. So if we want rare transformation, we should avail ourselves to the Holy Spirit and he will transform our hearts. So David said, create a new heart, a clean heart, a pure heart for me. The heart of man has doors. The doors to the hearts. The number one door is what we see what we see. 
what we see enters the eye, the heart. So if you pick your mobile phone, go to the social media, whatever you see there enters the heart. Another one is what we read. What we read. Another door of the heart is what we read. Then what we hear. Seeing, reading, hearing. These are the three doors to the heart. So as Christians, we must be very, very careful with what we see, what we read, and what we hear. Because these are the things that can change our hearts. And it will cause us to act in that way. Blessed are the pure in hearts. Hallelujah. Now the Bible is telling us in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Proverbs 4, 23. I'm reading from the NIV. Above all else, guard your hearts. For everything you do flows from it. Above all else, guard your hearts. For everything you do flows from it. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. So the Bible is trying to teach us how as Christians we can guard our hearts. We can secure the doors so that no foreign material will get in. The number one step that we need to take as Christians to guard our hearts is to feed the heart. Feed the heart daily with the word of God and prayer. As Christians, as children of God, as a call out, One way to guard the heart, very important, is to feed your heart daily, should be on daily basis, with the word of God and prayer. Hallelujah. Another step or another aspects of how we can guard our hearts is also to invest your treasures in the things of God. As Christians, we must invest our valuables, the things that we cherish so much, our money, our time, our efforts, the material resources, all our treasures must be invested 
in the things of God. Because the Bible says, where your treasure is, where your treasure is, there your heart is. So we must invest our treasure in the things of God. Then the last point is that we should live by principles. We should have purpose in life and live by principles to safeguard that purpose. Daniel was in exile. And if you read Daniel chapter 1 verse 8, The Bible says that Daniel resolved not to defy himself with the royal food and wine. And he asked the chief official for permission not to defy himself in this way. They were asked to be given the royal food so that at the end of the period, they will be looked nice and fit for the purpose for which they have been brought there. But Daniel, who knew his God, the Yahweh, purposed, resolved in his heart that I, Daniel, am not going to defy myself. Whatever the situation, I have to maintain my purity. So he set principles for himself because he had a purpose. This is what we should do as Christians to guard our hearts. The heart of every true believer must be a pure heart. Hallelujah. The heart of every true believer must be a pure heart. If our hearts are pure, are undefiled, are cleansed from vain thoughts, from unprofitable reasoning, from earthly desires, from corrupt passions, from pride, from impatience, from envy, then we shall see God. Hallelujah. This morning, may the Lord Almighty God bless you. May the Lord Almighty cleanse our hearts. We are clay, but he is the porter. He can do anything he wish. But it's our prayer that this morning he will transform our hearts. He will purify our hearts so that we can dine with him and all the blessings that he has for us as his children will be given unto us. 
God bless you and give you favor. Amen.